man, I'm always so amazed by this I don't, stuff. don't even ask. Well, I see, like, the buttons <laughs> press, and then all these things happen, and I'm like... And he, like, edits... All the shit that just happens. like, the one. craziest yeah. videos and stuff, and yeah. I'm like... And if yeah. I watch him, like, doing it, I'm like... Yeah, I have a lot of friends that are photographers, and, like, they'll post, like, when they're doing their edits and stuff, yeah. and then, like, they're like, oh, before and after, and I'm like, oh, I'm, they must have pressed a few buttons, and then they, like, show me all, like, the things, like, yeah. pre and post, I'm like... And they do it. How did you do that? Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> this is nuts. They're wizards. That's, yes. how, that's how it is when I watch you. I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, I got a camera recently and I've been just struggling. Trying Are you to like, you're just experimenting that. with it? Or? Yeah, I mean, like, so I like to take pictures of Chandler and stuff. The iPhone yeah. is uh, not always the best at that. So I got a Sony a6000 and I was like, all right, I'm going to nice. learn how to do this. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize the camera is the cheap part. The lens are the expensive part. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just working with the camera right now trying to see what we can do. Sweet, so. dude. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice, we got a little crowd cheering on for some pull-ups. Yeah, that's the CrossFit community right there. It totally is. Even raining 40 degrees in Texas. Yeah, it's great. People are still cheering everybody on. It's awesome. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Counter Culture Podcast. We are still at Rogue, episode (laughs) 4,003,072 at the Paper Street Coffee booth. And we are here with... Jesse Smith. Jesse Smith. What's up, dude? Not too much. Just trying to dry off, stay warm. I did not bring the appropriate clothing for this. Uh, Texas <laughs> last year was warmer but still cold, but apparently Texas is supposed to be warm. I haven't felt it yet, but sometimes <laughs> oh, it you is. You didn't think yesterday The past was two warm. days. Well, I guess, but it's been so rainy. Oh, my God. I was I know, losing I my Diego, mind. So this is just not my weather. <laughs> <laughs> I was, we were sweating we're used bullets. To, yeah. We're used to, like... Significant shifts in weather because we yes. live in Wisconsin. Yeah, and the weather just is all over the place. You know what's crazy is like I mean I've been to the games the past two years just uh, and like I feel like the weather's been like great for the games. Yeah, though. the last Amazing. few years like, it was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I'm not feeling good for Texas uh, games next year <laughs> based on how yeah because it's going to be like yeah, 120. We'll yeah, yeah, at least, at least it's inside. So <laughs> at least it's not yeah. in Bama though, like they were planning <laughs> on it because that would be ridiculous. I feel like it's just going to be as as ridiculous. No, Alabama is just different. Everything below same. like. I'm from Pittsburgh, so everything below Pittsburgh is like south, southern to me. So I'm yeah. just like, everything southern, it's over 100 degrees all the time, 99% humidity, and I don't go there. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, dude. So we, we got some limited time with her today, yeah. but we're going to make it worth it. First, for, what, do you have a question for her? No, you go oh. for it. Last night. Must have been pretty Ooh. fucking cool. <laughs> it, it is. So I love watching Chandler lift um, sometimes. It gives me anxiety. It, that's definitely like the hardest event to watch because it's so quick. And like, I think I end up closing my eyes for most of it because you like, things can go wrong very quickly. Like not, you know, getting hurt, but just missing a lift. And like when you it's get that time, secondhand anxiety. Yes. Yeah. And him and my, or myself and his mom were sitting next to each other. And we both like turned around when he did that extra deadlift at 610 for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we literally were like turned around looking at everybody else and everyone's cracking up because we can't watch. But I'm just like, why are you doing this? But at the same time, it's so cool. You Did know? you hear the, the, live, yeah. the live broadcast? Like him talking to the guy? No, I didn't even see oh it. Oh my God. The like six ten, six ten. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and the, like, the announcers are like, why not? Why yeah, not? Why might not as well do it. Why, why not six ten? When they announced there was going to be a one at Max Deadlift, he was yeah. just like, I'm going to win that. And I was like, <laughs> okie doke. Dude, as his, you do. his response last night to his outfit where he's like, you dress for the job you want, not the not one you have. have. I was dying. dying. You know, it's so funny. We always talk about that, though. Like, his dream job, and yeah. people think it's, like, maybe weird. is like he wants to be a gym teacher, 
well, or like a teacher, he loves history. So either history teacher, gym teacher, but a wrestling coach as well. Like yeah. he wants to help kids. He loves doing that. He's just like, he's such a family person. He's so family oriented and everything. So yeah. like that is literally, people thought he was joking, but I'm like, that's his dream job. Like <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> he wants to be a gym teacher and like coach wrestling. That's, so. that's awesome. Yeah. As much oh. as I love Chandler. Yeah. Congrats to him. Yeah. Congrats yeah. to him. I want to talk to you about you because yeah. you're also, what does it feel like to be a super fit? And like be around people. You went who are to the games this year on a team. I did. Yeah, I went How to the games that? on a team. It was so cool. Um, yeah. So I'm training out of Invictus. They sent three games to the teams this year, or three, three teams to the games this year, um, which was really cool. A few other uh, like gyms have done that before. Invictus has actually done it once, um, and I believe Mayhem has had a few teams sent out. Um, but still, they're like an awesome place to train out of. Uh, so many good people. So yeah, it was my first year. I did semifinals the previous two years as an individual. Nice. Um, and. I like team. I grew up playing team sports, so it really made more sense for me to do the team aspect of everything. Um, so I could not turn down the opportunity this year and had a really, really good time. But the one guy on our team did get hurt on Saturday, so our weekend was cut a little bit short. Yeah. Um, oh. It happens. You know, I remember. High-level yeah. competition, so mm -hmm. it stinks, especially whenever you're, like, feeling real good and you, like, you know you could do really well. But injuries are, like, unpreventable in the sport. Yeah. Um, but we had... A really fun time, you know. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's so awesome. you you grew up doing team sports. What yes. got you into CrossFit? Um, so team sports, I played like basketball, softball, volleyball. I ran track, um, and volleyball was kind of my main thing. Uh, I'm like five seven, so I'm not the typical height for a volleyball player. But yeah. I went to a really small school, so I was considered tall in the small school. Sure. Um, played a little bit of D three volleyball in college, and realized I was not going to get much playing time because everybody else was like six feet tall still. Um, so I ended up moving away from volleyball and I had a friend, uh, shout out Ryan Queel, who was doing CrossFit and he was like, hey, you should come to a class sometime with me. I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like Zumba or like a- Zumba. I literally <laughs> thought it was just like a group. It is yeah. kind of like a group fitness class, but yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. this is just like a, I don't know. It like, wasn't expecting anything. Sure. You know, right. I couldn't do a pull up. I couldn't do a push up. I had not probably squatted below parallel in a really long time. Yeah. So I went to class. I remember my first workout had banded pull ups in it. And I, as most girls do, did a banded pull up. The band got stuck in my hair. Oh, no. I remember just being so mad. I was <laughs> like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not coming back. Uh, and then I came back the next day and <laughs> kept Here coming. Yeah, that was like 10 years. Actually, this February is going to be my 10th year doing CrossFit. So yeah, you got mine, bit yeah. by the bug. Oh. Mine will be 10 years in May. Nice. Mm -hmm. Dude, twin. That's cool. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm nowhere near your level, though. No, it's, I, I honestly wouldn't say that I was really even at this level until recently. Um, I would give a lot of the credit to Chandler. It's hard not to work out as much whenever you're around him. Yeah. Because um, I was in, I, I started when I was in college. I went to grad school. Um, I was working full time for a few years after that. What'd you go to school for? Uh, physical therapy. Cool. Oh. Yeah. So oh, I got yeah, my undergrad right. in um, biology and then went to grad school for physical therapy. Worked in a hospital for a little bit and then did some home care and honestly still loved it. I just had the opportunity to do the athlete thing this past year and I was like, I don't want to turn this down, you know? So, yeah. so you're full-time athlete mm -hmm. now. Currently, Sweet. yeah, it's Wh very cool. What's that transition like going from you have a stable job, you're a physical therapist, it's a really good job, yeah. and then you're like, all right, Forget it. I'm taking the leap and I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to do the athlete thing. So like you've probably been on vacation for a few days at some point. Yeah. It's like that, except I feel like I'm doing it for months. <laughs> I'm just like waiting to <laughs> go back amazing. to work. You yeah. know, like I wake up on Mondays. I'm like, I got to go sign in or do something. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just going to the gym. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it is really cool. I feel very fortunate, very blessed to be able to do this. Um, it's a cool space to be in. Yeah. I know it's not a forever thing. I'm not, I don't know. I, I like doing the athlete thing, but it is, it's really hard. I think going like, 
before I was doing it, I was like, oh, I want to work out all day. That sounds so fun. You know, yeah. I hang out with my friends. And then you start training really, really hard for six hours a day and you're like, wow. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's definitely harder than I thought it was going to be, but it's very rewarding. Um, it's cool to, to be around my husband, like literally all day, every day. Um, and also just like the friends that you make and things like that. You learn a lot about yourself as well. Uh, so I'm definitely having a good time. I would like to get back to actually, you know, working with others and like helping other people get better at some point. Um, but for the time being, this is pretty cool. Have you hit a point at all during this journey where you're like, it's starting to feel like a job or does it always just feel good? For sure. I think the first, like I said, the first, first couple months, like definitely felt like vacation. Um, but a lot of people know in the CrossFit space, like you are, you're more of an influencer whenever you're getting paid because you don't really make money through CrossFit unless you're winning the games or winning rogue and things like that. So for a decent amount of us who are full-time athletes, it's more being Instagram influencers and being on social media, yeah, which is you just pulled out just a little, a little closer. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah you're, good. Away. <laughs> you're um, good. You're good. Which is really fun. Uh, I enjoy social media. I've always kind of been like have a presence on there. I guess um, I like being able to meet new people, connect with people. Like there's a lot of people I know from Instagram that I meet at events and everything, and That's it's cool. really really cool to actually like put actual faces to the names that you see. Yeah. Um, so I would say like having social media as like part of a job is yeah is a little bit tougher, but it's fun. You know, it's rewarding. Have you had to, well, I guess if you've, if you've been on social media beforehand, have you found that you've had to make a brand outside of just being an athlete in order to make it more of a job? Yeah. yeah. That's a really good question. I do think that you want to almost be different than other people on social media. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of, I mean, we're all doing the same thing. We're all training for six hours yeah. a day and like you want to just keep posting fitness content and your workouts. And like that does work up to a point, but you also still want to, I don't know, express part of yourself and like something else that makes you a little bit more relatable. Um, Something I feel like has worked for me, but it's also just who I am is like talking about my day to day life and things that maybe don't go really well. Like if I step in a giant puddle, which I've been doing all day and like (laughs) things like that. Like I I think, I think people like to be able to relate to you. And I've always just, I sometimes forget that social media is like, you know, there's a hundred thousand people that I don't know that are seeing these things. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have to remind myself, I'm like, oh, I can't put my address on my social media. You know, like that's, <laughs> yeah. you can't do that anymore. Don't, don't do that. Because when I started do on Instagram years ago, like it was just my friends and my family. So you could post whatever. And sometimes I forget about that. So I think there is still part of me that is vulnerable on there and talks about my day-to-day life um, and just my experience through CrossFit. And like, I haven't been good at this sport for a really long time. Um, I think there are some people who are very fortunate that like they have a background in gymnastics or Olympic weightlifting and they can like start CrossFit and in two years they're making it to the games. Like I've been doing it for 10 years and I just made it to the games last year on a team, you know? So I think that's a a different aspect to see. Um, And also talking about like music or reading or things like that, you know, not just being an athlete and being a human being is kind of what I try to personify on social media. That's cool. That's really cool. I think people like that and enjoy, you know, being authentic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What are some of the biggest struggles that you've had during this journey so far? Um, I would say adjusting to training volume has been kind of hard. Yeah. Um, I used to work out, like I used to just go to class once a day. That was beautiful. Um, and then I started training a little bit more, like maybe two hours a day. Um, and then once I, you know, stopped working and started training, going from two to six hours of training a day is like really a big change. Yeah. <laughs> Three times the amount of volume. So just getting used to that was pretty hard. You titrated up slowly. Is that what you did or were you just like, No, I just went right in. Right, <laughs> I was like, yeah. this is what Chandler's doing. I could do that. I could not do that. Um, so we had some updates and some down days. But yeah. uh, 
I think learning how to like eat more, sleep better, like there's a lot that goes into it, yeah. you know, because you can't do as much as you want to. Like even just trying to be like social with your friends and stuff when you're that tired is really hard. Yeah. Um, so trying to find a balance of like being a normal human being, but also training has definitely been really hard. And I also try to be like as much of a supportive partner, obviously, as I can to Chandler. Um, and so like whether that's like helping to cook, I'm very bad at cooking or, <laughs> you know, just like helping him with things, too. So it's the, the balance of having that life shift was definitely the hardest thing I've done so far. Yep. Um, and it's still a learning journey. It's still a process. So what's it like balancing both of your guys CrossFit careers together? Like yeah, two games say, athletes yeah. in one household has yeah. got to be really There's not tough. a lot of them, right? There's not, not a lot, lot. But you know what's really great? Uh, Jen and Sam Dancer are okay. one of the OG like CrossFit couples. Um, and Did they, she make it to the games too? They were on the a, team together. Yeah. I, they I didn't know that. won or came in second. I'm sorry. I don't remember that. But like yeah. they, they podium together on a team. Wow. That's um, cool. Yeah. So like and they spend their uh, training season in San Diego. So like we got to hang out with them the entire time they were there Sweet. and I think being around other couples who are able to balance that like you really learn a lot from them mm -hmm. um, so we're really fortunate to have a lot of friends around that teach us how to be good partners and you yeah. know exist in that space yeah um, but it, it is hard and I think I always say like CrossFit is a selfish sport because yeah. you need to be like, what do I need right now? I have to do this training. I need to get a massage or do whatever and things like that. Um, but also being married and being married to someone who's also a professional athlete, you have to be selfless. So it's really a give and take of learning how to be selfish and selfless all at the same time, yeah. which is really hard. Um, and I think in my previous job, like I, as a physical therapist, you have to be very selfless because it's helping others. Yeah. And so I think when I started in the sport, I was like, more selfish than I needed to be. Mm -hmm. um, and so I needed to figure out what my balance was of still helping him and helping myself. Um, so he was really good at it right from the beginning. I think just because he was in the military and he knew yeah. how to like help others and like be in a group. Um, he had a, a pretty quick balance with it. But like I said, still a learning process, um, but we're finding a good way to make it work. That's good. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. Um, well, we've taken we're getting to that 15 minute mark. So we're okay. going to just close out with you and uh, <laughs> let you get back to yeah. supporting your husband. Yeah. Ask her the three questions. We have three so questions ask, that we ask people. Yeah. Three questions we ask everybody. Okay. Um, so lately it's kind of been, what is the biggest goal this year? But since mm. the year's almost over, <laughs> yeah. the next like 12 months, I guess, what is your Amazing. biggest goal in the next yeah. Um, I actually probably going to answer this in two ways because I would say I have a professional goal and a personal goal. Nice. Um, so professionally, I would say I want to go back to the games on a team. I want to finish top 10 on a team. Um, currently, it seems like we're probably going to get together a pretty good group that we could maybe make that happen. Um, and so that's, yeah, I'm going to put that out there. Top 10 on a game Heck this year. Yeah. Um, top five, I'm really pushing it. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then I would say personally, I want to continue just developing my selflessness as a partner um, and to keep, you know, putting marriage first, even though I have like the professional goals that I want. I also still want to be a wife before any of those things um, because that's what really matters in the long run. So that would be my, my personal goal. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So then what are you willing to sacrifice to reach those goals? Hmm. Um, that's a tough question. You know, I think I've learned a lot this past year of what I need to sacrifice for that. Um, and I'm, I'm really fortunate to have a lot of friends that are in the same space that I am. So I would say a lot of my like social time is kind of sacrificed. Mm -hmm. um, but 
I get to see a lot of my friends at the gym, so it's like I kind of mix those two, but the social time kind of takes a back burner. I mean, Chandler and I don't go on like a lot of vacations or dates or things like that. Sure. Um, we took a vaca vacation to Madrid after we competed in Spain, <laughs> so we hung out there for a few days after. Um, but I would definitely say that the, the social side definitely takes a back burner, and I think uh, that would be probably where I'm, I'm ready to make sacrifices at. Uh, I, again, I'd put the personal goal over the professional one, so sure. anything like Chandler needs me to do, I would definitely like put that first. So. You guys already have the ring, so you're stuck. Yeah, you I know, know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then the follow-up question is, what are you, what you, I think you kind of touched on a little bit is, what are you not willing to sacrifice? Yeah, so I'd say the same thing. Like my relationship with yeah. Chandler is like the most important thing in my life. And I think having that, especially with how, how he is and how we are together, like it, it keeps us reaching our professional goals as well because we're both same mindset, yeah. you know? Yeah. So like, we're I think truly page. having that come first keeps me in line to have everything else work out. So yeah, Amazing, sacrifice dude. that. Yeah. Great, we appreciate your time, dude. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us. Of One course. last question, Yeah. 444. Oh, okay, man, I, know, I, I wanted. I kept looking at it. This. I was like, I keep I forgetting to have the necklace on. So um, have you heard of angel numbers yeah. before? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so um, whenever I was in Spain, we I was on a team and we got fourth place three times in a row. And I was like, wow. oh, that's weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so my one friend that I was with, Sydney McLish, and she was like, oh, that's probably like your angel number. And I was like, what? What the heck is that? <laughs> and she yeah. was like, basically, if the angels are trying to like give you something or show you something, you'll see a lot of the same number. Like a yeah. lot of people that notice 1111 or like mm -hmm. 222, something like that. Um, that's supposed to be what the angels are trying to give to you. And 444 is protection. Yep. Um, and so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So I got my like $3 necklace on Amazon that yeah, I like cool. to wear around. But I don't know if it actually means anything, but it's a nice little positive reminder that like, yeah. I think the world isn't out to get you all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah, there's somebody looking after you for sure. Yeah. Perfect. Cool, cool dude. Awesome. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for your yeah, time. You guys are so welcome. Everybody, like, subscribe, follow her, Paper Street Coffee, use code <laughs> Rolo <laughs> for her 10, 15% off, something <laughs> like ghost that. in the corner. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, support your boys. Thanks so much. Cool. See you in the Bye next guys. one. Dude, thank you. Thank you so much. We Man, appreciate I'm sorry that. if I talk fast or no, moved it away. Fine. I'm not used to having microphones. <laughs> I have something.